to the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, and it was the start of the Philadelphia Flyers season tonight, and they defeated the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-2, winning their obviously first game of the season, but their first also away game of the year. Um, you know, a few things, you know, to mention, as I said, um, in my preview of the season just a few days ago, I'm not interested in throwing any type of big expectations for this team. In my opinion, you know, you can really take a lot of the playoff expectations or whatever crazy fantasies you might have and throw them away. That's not the purpose of this team, and they know that. I mean, I think they're going a little overboard in calling it a rebuilding process. I mean, I think it's a little, you know, like, okay, okay, guys, like, yes, you are rebuilding. I don't have to see every five seconds you need to say that you are rebuilding and putting it out there on social media because we know that. Now go do it. Like, it's almost as if they're preparing themselves for if they – you know, get slaughtered or something, and, oh, well, we're, we're rebuilding. It's like, okay, guys, like, you know, we get it. Um, but anyways, you know, you come into tonight and you handle business um, against the Columbus Blue Jackets, and I guess I say you handle business loosely, but you go in there and you get a win, and you get a, a solid, solid win, um, you know, where you start off the game, and I really thought in the first period – you know, they, they didn't do, I don't think, the best job um, defensively. Uh, I don't think either side did, but definitely not the Flyers. Um, you know, they were allowing a lot of uh, offensive opportunities in the, uh, you know, for, for the Blue Jackets, um, and they go up, you know, um, or they tied the game up 1-1, but the Flyers started off scoring with Joel Farabee, um, which was a great, you know, uh, two on none with the goalie and a little one, two action between, um, him and, uh, Sean Couturier, a two on one with him and Sean Couturier. And he gets a open look at one and, um, buries it. Joel Farabee has the ability, Joel Farabee has the ability to become, you know, a huge piece moving forward for your team as a young um player you know and I think that's one thing that you when you're evaluating this team that's a guy you look out and see you know what can he do this season and um you know then you had Travis Konechny who I think can be kind of that enforcer moving forward as that guy and he made you know he had a great goal um as well where they were able to get a steal uh in the in the defensive end come through and get a big um big goal you know back to uh, back to taking the lead, which I thought was was huge. Um, when the Flyers, you know, and what was so strange about this was the Flyers were subbing at the time, and, you know, there was a huge opportunity there for the Blue Jackets developing, and Konechny, you know, and, uh, you know, they were able to take advantage of it, get the steal, and, you know, go bury it um, at the other end, which I thought was huge. Uh, and, you know, some things that I thought was was especially big was this defense tonight. Early on, like I said, I thought they were doing a pretty poor job, um, 
you know, uh, allowing the Blue Jackets to control the puck. But then I thought eventually things started to happen, um, especially, you know, out of the younger guys. And I was really impressed by what they were able to do as well because um, there was a lot of different things, you know, in this game that I think really, you know, played in hand. Bobby Brink won. Um, There was an opportunity where a, a, a breakaway goal for, I can't remember who it was on the Blue Jackets, um, and Brink caught up to the forward and was able to shut that down, shut any chance of having an open shot at a goal down, and I thought that was a great um, great job by him. Um, I also liked, you know, a lot of what we saw tonight out of Carter Hart. I thought he he did a solid job, 31-33 uh, in net. Um, definitely a solid, solid game for him starting the season. You know, we want to see... Obviously, more out of Carter Hart, um, but you know, I thought generally. I mean, I thought the Flyers, you know, they 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 did what they needed to do, um, you know, and I thought we got a great look at a lot of young players, um, and I thought they did a great job there in the second period, coming out, and I think that's something they have with a veteran coach and John Tortorella, who was able to go in there, make adjustments, come out, and they. You know, held the Blue Jackets scoreless. The Blue Jackets also held the Flyers scoreless. Um, but then you go in the third, and you come through. Konechny and Atkinson, you know, both empty netters. They're able to bury, um, you know, Atkinson, which is huge for him. I mean, coming back, you know, he's he's been hurt, you know, all the last season. Hasn't played since April of 2022. Um, and then Konechny to come through and get his second goal in a big year for him last year. And Scott Lawton, who... Um, who I thought, you know, had a assist earlier on a Konechny goal, gets another one there, so another point for him, which is big. A point for Sean Couturier earlier on as well, um, which was cool because, you know, it's been a while since Couturier's also skated with this team, and um, really big for him, really big opportunity for him and Atkinson. And, you know, the thing you want to see about this team, and what I find so intriguing is, you know, you're seeing guys come out, and they're beginning to have kind of this team identity. And I know it's early on, and, you know, you can say that early on, but it's what happens throughout the season when there's, you know, some serious, um, you know, and we're obviously, as I alluded to earlier, we're not expecting this to be any kind of big, you know, playoff season, nothing like that. Like, if this team, like I said, 31-30, in 30, the exact record they had last year, if that happens this year, I'm okay with that. If they're in a lot of these games, especially against the better teams they're going to be facing in the Metropolitan, if they end up, you know, playing the Rangers hard, hanging in with the Devils who are going to be good, you know, we'll see what they look like and we'll see what the Islanders look like and so on and so forth, the Hurricanes. Like if they hang in there with those teams and especially the Penguins, you'll be, you know, feeling like, okay, maybe something's happening here with the Flyers. Maybe Philly can start to buy into Flyers hockey because you're going to hear me say this a lot. The Philadelphia fans and this Flyers team, there hasn't been a real relationship since, you know, I would say 2013-2014 season. I think ever since then, especially in 2016 when they threw the, the bands for Snyder on the ice, I think that's one of the things that just completely killed this fan base 
with the Philadelphia Flyers. There is no identity, true identity, between them and their hockey team. And you look at other places. You look in New York. You look with the Devils in New Jersey. You look up in Boston with the Bruins. And I know those teams are playoff teams, but that's what I'm getting to. Those fan bases, when it's the end of spring, and for us, we're either A, you know, um, getting excited about the Sixers making a run or something in the playoffs, or be crying because the Sixers fell in the playoffs. Um, you know, those other fan bases are getting excited about their teams in the playoffs and making pushes. So that's what we want to see out of our Flyers and out of this team in the years to come. So I think it's important right now for those guys to build chemistry with each other, build a chemistry with the city, with the fan base, and especially those core fans. Um, which is a huge deal. If they can, you know, if those guys can get through to the core Flyers fans, fan base, and then they can build on to something. They can go get free agents. They can make trades for guys and bring guys in so that way they're going to be a big um, impact and they're going to have an opportunity moving forward. The other thing I thought was interesting was Tortorella going with the fourth line to begin the game. But what I found so you know, kind of odd is, you know, they've nicknamed this fourth line, I think it was Danny Breer that came out and said, they're the PhD line, which I thought was so funny. And you don't see that that much out of a fourth line. Like when was the last time you really saw a fourth line here, get some identity, get some love, um, even though it's by the, you know, the front office, but you're still hearing about it. So I just think it's, it's cool to see. And it's definitely cool to, you know, see where this team goes. And um, yeah, it should be, exciting uh moving forward is you know next game will be against the ottawa senators um in ottawa which is you know going to be another road game another road test for this team so we'll see you know what happens there um you know as we we move closer and closer that'll be saturday um i'll be back on obviously saturday uh recapping that game i'm not going to do these recaps every after every single game um, but you know, to really start the season, I feel like the first, you know, two, three games, you can really get a feel. Um, and then we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll move from there, but thanks everyone for tuning in as always. Um, you know, I, uh, I enjoy everyone tuning in. Thanks to the Flyers fans. Hopefully we get some, you know, big Flyers listeners in here. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.